G'day guys and welcome to episode 2 of Stories About Kevin. I have to say thank you very much for your support everyone and I am blown away by the amount of feedback I've received and the stories that I've been getting in. Now if you want to submit your story we now have an email address. It is storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com. That's one word storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com. So please feel free to send your stories in and let's get to it. Now this story was sent to us by an Afghanistan veteran. I've been told to refer to him as Boof. So, it's early 2012. Me and the lads thought it would be a smart idea to blow up a porta potty. For context, we had to burn all of our waste and stuff. Poo, piss and all that kind of stuff. One of my mates grabbed a thermo and some jet fuel and pour a shit ton in the hole. And threw the thermo in, slammed the door and ran. The thing went maybe 20 feet in the air. This was in Afghanistan, so I guess we were bored. So, I've heard of shenanigans like this. And I was waiting for someone to actually send something like this in. So, wherever you are, Boof, thank you for sending this one in. So this story is about Kevin. Kevin was the kind of person that would get ahead in his career by throwing us under the bus. We would often stop talking the minute that Kevin came into the room, because we knew whatever we were talking about would be passed on to Sarge, and if Sarge didn't like it, then we would be in the shit. One time on exercise, we're working at Scale A at Mount Bundy. Kevin decided he had it with the truckies sneaking in jackrats and was going to do something about it. So he words up Sarge, and Sarge has a snap inspection on the truckies, finding all the jackrats and telling them they were going to be charged. A few days later, the truckies managed to get their revenge. It was well known that Kevin would go for a morning shit so at that time, the truckies were out doing their morning truck inspections and getting ready. The minute Kevin was in the portaloo, one of the truckies decided to back a truck straight up to the door, effectively locking him inside. The truckies then left him in there for over 45 minutes until their sergeant found out and moved the truck. I wouldn't say that Kevin learned his lesson that day, but he was less of a cunt after this. So this is this is a great story about not being jack on your mates. Um, like, it's a really good way to... Uh, to give a bit of punishment to someone that's jacking your section without actually hurting them or resorting to violence or any anything like that. However, I would uh, I would point out that scale A at Mount Bundy, it's going to be fucking hot up there. So, like, that sounds like they did at breakfast, so that's that's a bit better. But um, you wouldn't want to be doing it much later than that um, because you'd probably give someone heat stroke if you left them in a portaloo for, for much longer than, uh, than just breakfast. So... Uh, Alright, thank you. Now this story is a great reminder of why international exercises and joint operations are such a special thing to give people some great skills and some brilliant experiences. I absolutely laugh because I can absolutely see this one happening. Working with the Yanks on Talisman Sabre 2011. Yanks have no idea about wildlife. We played the drop bear and hoof snake and they knew we were full of shit. One day, we had a heap of kangaroos come into the camp where we were all staying. We told them clearly 
Do not play with them or pat them. A wild kangaroo will fuck you up. Kevin doesn't listen. Kevin is going to pat one of the kangaroos. Kevin decides to try and sneak up on a kangaroo and we hear it grunting. At this point, all us Aussies are yelling to Kevin to come back. Kangaroo stands up tall and he's nearly as tall as Kevin. Kangaroo then proceeds to start chasing Kevin, who screams like a little girl all the way back across the field to the camp. Kevin still did not believe us that the kangaroo would have fucked him up if it caught him and he swore he did not scream like a little girl. We remember Kevin. We will always remember. And that's, uh, I, I, I can absolutely see this one happening because I have met some very dumb soldiers in my time and uh, I absolutely can see someone going to another country, as, as, especially like Americans coming here and not realising how much a kangaroo can actually fuck you up because they probably see on TV, they see all of these, all these videos and photos of people going to the zoos and patting tame kangaroos and it does, I, I can see how they would have that false belief that a wild kangaroo would be safe to pat and it would be fine to go up to. So, like, and the, uh, like, especially once you've joked with them, you know, with the drop bear, the hoop snake, all those sort of things, like, you know, they, you, you've pulled their leg two or three times, so what's to make them think you're not pulling their leg anymore? Um, so, yeah, that's, I, I can see this one happening, and thank you. Now, our next story today will come from someone who is going to remain unnamed for obvious reasons once you hear the story. This is another story from someone who was uh, on deployment and as some of you know, before a deployment, quite often people will take a holiday on the way there or uh, other sort of thing. So let's get straight to it. Me and some mates got flew to Italy before we had to fly into Afghanistan two weeks later. So we had two weeks to do whatever we liked. We traveled around Italy for a while. It was quite boring. So we decided to catch a train to Amsterdam. Now we were on a bender for almost three days. Felt like two weeks. Basically while I was there I had five joints and a shit ton of magic mushrooms and whatever other pills we were given. So we were going to catch a train back to the hotel. My friends left before me so I boarded the train and fell asleep thinking they would wake me up when we got there. However they didn't. Instead I woke up 21 hours away by train in Prague which is in the Czech Republic. I then had to travel back another 21 hours just catching my plane with three hours to spare. So I have some questions about this. Your mates obviously went jack by not getting you off the uh, off the train and, and leaving you behind, especially after you had that kind of fun. So I don't I don't know whether I'd still continue to call those guys mates. But uh, the biggest question I have is to 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 the listener who sent this one in is: Did your mates at least pack your bags and get your stuff ready, or did you have to get back to the hotel and still and still pack everything? In, in that mad panic before you got on the plane to, uh, to, to get, you know, to Afghanistan. Um, but yes, thank you very much for sending that one in. I'm actually quite enjoying these ones that aren't just uh, domestic in Australia worries. Those are, like, those are fun. There's some good shit, but, uh, you know, this, this sort of thing is, uh, is, is a bit different. I'm liking that we're starting to break things up. Just a quick note on this one. I have edited the following story that was sent in to make it slightly different from how it was originally presented to me because the actual punchline of what this Kevin has done was listed very early in the story. So I would apologize to the sender of this that the story is not exactly as you sent it in, but sometimes I will be doing this to make it a bit funnier or a bit more of a, uh, a shock 
when we finally get to the point. I would also like to note that I have changed some of the names to protect the innocent. I'm going to start by saying that Kevin was one of the boys, but he was always the dumb one in our group. Kevin was the one in our group that would always take the dumbest bets, always do whatever. He was like a t-shirt that says, I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. So we were out playing enemy party, and there was probably 12 of us in the enemy party, but we had no corporal, so we had Smithy. Smithy decided that because he got briefed, he would lead every enemy party, so he was never in the camp. One day, with Smithy being gone, one of the boys made Kevin a bet for 20 bucks if he would do a certain thing. Now, none of us knew that day that Sergeant decided that leaving 12 of us in the field alone with no rank was a bad idea. So he's going to intercept the enemy party and come out and stay with us for a few days. So Kevin is in the middle of his dare when Smithy and the others roll back into camp. There is four or five of us standing around Kevin as he is on the ground with his back to a tree. None of us saw Sarge get out of the car and walk around the tents until he screams at us, what the fuck? I tell you, watching Kevin try and explain why he had six blank rounds wedged into his foreskin has to be a highlight of my career. Another thing that I would like to point out is that it took me like three or four times to rewrite this in a way that would be suitable for the pod. It also took me three or four times to read it in a straight voice because I kept wanting to laugh my ass off. Like, I have definitely met people like this in my career. And, I mean, it's, it also, it, if anything, this leaves more questions than it answers. Like, would they... Were, were, were they like firing like were they were they like which end did he have in the foreskin like how how much did he stretch it like it almost i've i don't think i've ever thought this much about another man's penis but it, it like it, there's a lot of questions that i have about this whole dare and this whole the way this all unfolded so like if there is more information please please send us an update on on like what, what was the result? Did he get charged? Like, I, I want to know more. Thank you to everyone who sent stuff in for this week's podcast. Now, I thought I'd go a bit shorter this week to see if we preferred this format being shorter. If we want longer ones, please send in longer stories. I'll try and mix it up a bit. Some people said stories were too long. Some said stories were too short. Um, so I thought we'll throw in this episode, see what, what it is. Now, if you want to send them in, it's storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com. That's storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com. I really want to hear your stories. And if they are too identifiable, I am going to edit them to make them a bit less identifiable. And I might restructure the way you've written it just to give it a bit more punch. But I will endeavor where possible to keep the essence of the story just to make it funny. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next episode.